News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Macias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change that our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Hey guys, want to come to you with a very quick midweek episode. I told you on Monday I'd update you on what the governor did. Uh, I also want to give you an update on James Younger, the case of the uh, young man whose mother is trying to turn him into a woman uh, and is trying to coordinate with other medical professionals and psychologists to manipulate him into uh, being a woman. And so we're going to give you an update on that case as well. I'm going to give you a quick Abbott update first. So the governor came out and he decided that he was comfortable with allowing some businesses to to open up to a small portion of customers. And so he told restaurants and gyms, uh, no, restaurants and theaters and establishments like that, that they could open up if they wanted to. They had his permission to do so and that they could open up at 25% capacity. Um, This provides, honestly, a problem. In fact, there was one restaurateur in, I think, Houston or Dallas who got on the radio and said that he did the math and it was actually cheaper for him to stay fully closed because it was more expensive for him to open up and only be allowed to serve 25% patrons. You know, most businesses, when they operate, if they've got a certain set of customers they can serve, don't actually make a profit at 25%. And so there's some problems there, um, but that's what Governor Abbott is comfortable letting those businesses do right now. And uh, and then on May 18th, uh, his hope would be to maybe be okay with letting them serve 50% of customers in their stores. And then by June 1, maybe uh, he will allow them to serve all the customers that want to enter their establishment. Um, And then he also said that currently he still wants to ban uh, salons, barbershops, um, gyms, things like that. Um, and so one of the heroes that's shown up through this is Shelly Luther. She owns a salon in Dallas and opened up actually before the governor even had his announcement. Uh, whether or not he was going to give her permission to or not, she opened up. And uh, the police came out and gave her a ticket for doing so, a ticket she actually ripped um, at a local uh, rally and gathering of people who want to open Texas back up. And she made something really clear. She said, look, I've got employees that need to feed their families, and we've got customers that want to pay us to do a service, and we have to be open. And so she's staying open. Uh, Even when the governor came out and said that Shelley Luther essentially doesn't have my permission to be open. And he didn't name her by name. I want to make it clear. He basically just said all salons and barbershops have to stay closed by my decree, the governor. And, um, and she said, no. Now the governor's office has reached out to her and said, Hey, can we be in communication with you about how we reopen salons? And she has seemingly welcomed that communication, but she's also, again, not waiting for the government's permission to stay open. Clay Jenkins, the Dallas County judge uh, is trying to be the enforcer of Governor Abbott's decision and uh, is trying to work to have her closed down uh, and arrested. And she has somebody who's willing to operate her business even if she does get arrested for operating it. So she's uh, determined not to close down. And she also is encouraging all businesses, be they salons, barbershops, anybody who the governor has deemed uh, a, a business that he's not comfortable with being open to open up. And she's asking them to open up because she's saying that the more of them that open, the better. And that actually gets to the next person's actions, which I think are really worth commending, is uh, County Judge Mark Keogh of Montgomery County, and that's Conroe, the Woodlands area. But uh, on Friday is when the governor is saying his phase one of this kind of opening of Texas is going to start. And he's going to open up a little bit and then open up a little bit more and a little bit more. Um, And Mark Keogh is uh, stated that in Montgomery County, 
they're going to open up for business on Friday. Um, they're going to, and they're going to expand. If you're a restaurant, you can serve as many people as want to enter your establishment and you should follow safety protocols and do other things. Right. And, and people, uh, should limit their interaction and, and all the staff should wear masks and all these different things that people know are reasonable and responsible. But as far as businesses go, they're allowed to serve as many customers as want to enter their establishment in Montgomery County. And he also said that salons and barber shops and um, and those establishments may also open in Montgomery County. Um, and so those business owners will have an opportunity to at least have a county that is backing their freedom to responsibly decide who they want to serve and customers' freedom to decide what businesses they do and don't want to enter. Um, so Mark Keogh is to be commended for, for his actions too. One of the things that he brought up was the fact that the governor's executive orders are rather vague. And at least from talking to a couple lawyers that I know that have read the executive order, they've also said the same thing, that it isn't really clear uh, if you enter a business that a restaurant that's having more than 25% of its patrons served, if that business owner can be ticketed or if the actual patrons are the ones to be ticketed, if the 26th out of 100 people that could fit in here enters, if they're the ones that get the ticket or everybody gets to, it's nobody knows. Uh, what it is. And so to Montgomery County's credit, they said, look, this is really vague. We don't really know. We're letting businesses open up in our county. And I think that is to be commended as well. A growing number of Republican legislators are just simply coming out saying, Governor, we appreciate uh, all that you're doing, but you need to just let Texans decide. You need to, um, you know, this shouldn't be in the hands of one politician. This should be in the hands of individual Texans and Texas businesses. There are Texas businesses that know that they are on the verge of going bankrupt if they don't open up tomorrow. And the government shouldn't be the one that decide whether they go bankrupt or not. It should be uh, that individual Texan business owner's decision and customers as far as whether they want to enter that establishment or not. Um, so that being said, that's the governor's decision. That's what he's rolled out. There are a couple of people that have pushed back to it. And we'll have to see. Uh, the governor did say that he hopes to maybe speed up his plan. And I do think the pressure that he's getting from more courageous Republicans that are stepping up might actually cause him to speed up his plan as well. Um, lastly, I want to talk to you about James Younger. So this is the case we brought to you in our very first episode of Jeff Younger, who was fighting for the life of his son, James. And uh, James's mother wants him to be a woman. And she has paid psychologists and doctors to manipulate him uh, from a very young age, at two and three years old, to convince him that he is a girl and that he could be a girl. If uh, And so they have been manipulating and brainwashing this child for a very long time. Uh, we also brought you an update when we told you that the, the case, there was a jury trial and the jury uh, came back and basically didn't rule in Jeff's favor. Jeff was asking for sole conservatorship. Um, they didn't rule in favor of him, but they also didn't rule uh, according to what the mother wanted, which was joint conservatorship. Um, and there was no ruling on her getting the child. And so the uh, jury kind of punted their decision is the best way to say it. They basically were like, we don't want to make a decision. We're going to let the judge decide. And the judge, who's a Democrat in Dallas County, decided that what was best for James after hearing all the evidence was joint managing conservatorship, which is something that Jeff, the father of James, who wants him to be who he is, which is a male, um, would get joint decision-making, which he did not have. So James had been enrolled in the Genesis uh, Project, which is the, the Genesis Clinic, is in Houston and in Dallas. They have other uh, locations, but they're the ones who are uh, manipulating and trying to uh, brainwash and sexually transition 
hundreds of miners in Texas that we know of and uh, thousands across the nation. And so they're trying to take these four, five, seven, 10, 11-year-olds and actually fully transition them. They've even done surgeries here in Texas where they've put fake genitalia on a teen girl or a teen boy. And this is the type of uh, surgery that they want to do on James. But this Democrat judge took a really strong, courageous stand and said, the parent's going to have to decide if anything is done. And so it gives Jeff the ability to veto that over his son. Uh, I'm going to have, I'm going to cut real quick to a clip from the original uh, video that we released, the podcast episode that we released, just so you can kind of hear in Jeff's words, some of the things he's dealt with. And then I'm going to come back and tell you the current state of this case, because there is a important update and we will get to that when I come back. So just go to this video real quick. I want you to imagine having electronic communication with your son hmm. on FaceTime. Hmm. And imagine that your ex-wife has addressed him as a drag queen to talk to you. Hmm. He has false eyelashes and makeup. His hair has got glitter in it. He's wearing a dress. Now, imagine how you would feel hmm. seeing what I believe is actual sexual abuse. I believe this is not just emotional abuse, but is the very most fundamental form of sexual abuse, tampering with the sexual identity of a vulnerable boy. Hmm. Every single day, you have to see your son sexually abused, and you have to maintain your calm. Hmm. You have to be the one who's calm. Because the courts are not going to be fair to you. Mm. And the only way you can survive this and get your son through this alive is to calmly allow your son to be tortured right before your eyes and outlast the opposition. Mm. That's what it's like. Mm. Okay. Uh, so as you can see... Uh, Jeff's been through hell, and I think James has been through more hell. Um, here's the reality. So uh, Anne, who's James's mother, um, did not like the Democrat judge's ruling that gave them both joint managing conservatorship. And so she went and asked for a new ruling. She has to conform the motion, I believe. I'm not a lawyer, so bear with me a little bit. But she uh, she made a motion to conform the judgment, which said that she wanted a different judge to rule that the other judge had ruled incorrectly. So she wanted a Dallas County judge to basically override that judge and say, no, Ann, you have sole managing conservatorship of your son and can do whatever you want with him, which would set James on a course of being uh, mutilated in his teen years. And uh, so Jeff having veto authority will protect him to that extent. Some of you might not know this, but um, when, if you just allow a child to not have their puberty blocked and not have their genitals mutilated, as they get past puberty, they are much more likely to revert back mentally and emotionally and psychologically to their actual sex as a male or a girl for a female. And uh, that's one reason why they work so hard to try to keep them from ever doing that. And once they've permanently had surgery, it's, it's altering. You can't go back. You can't reverse these surgeries that have taken place. And that's what they want to do. And so she wants to try to get sole conservatorship. This other Dallas Democrat judge ruled against her. 
which really is a testament to uh, some of the judges in Dallas County. Um, and so she ruled against her and she said, no, I can't give you this. This isn't what you asked for. It's not what you petitioned the court for. Uh, this judge was not out of line in her ruling. If you disagree with her ruling, you're going to have to appeal it, which means she needs to go to the appeals court, which I would expect her to do. So I would anticipate coming to y'all relatively soon and saying Anne has filed an appeal and she's going to go to, I think, the Fifth Circuit, unfortunately, which is a Democrat uh, court now. But she'll go to the Fifth Circuit. She'll appeal the ruling. The good news is that that appeals judge, even if they're the appeals court, even if they're similar to the Democrat judge in Dallas County, will likely say, I don't think that this was a poor ruling given the facts of the case. And uh, if she wanted to appeal it further, they would go to the Supreme Court of Texas, which... I hope, would side with Jeff. Um, guys, here's the problem. Hundreds of children are being transitioned in Texas with both parents' permission. And it's child abuse. And it's horrific. Um, there's a lot of things that we don't let you do to your kid in Texas that are child abuse that we think have detrimental impacts on them. And this has worse impacts than most of what we outlaw as child abuse. Okay, that's not me advocating for those things not being abused at all. I'm saying that this has a worse impact on these children than most of what we currently prosecute as child abuse in Texas. So here's what you need to know. This fight is not over. Uh, Jeff and James need to be in your prayers. We will give you updates as they come in. There is a real need in Texas to ban this practice altogether and make sure that no child can have any of this manipulative psychology or medicine practiced on them, that it can go away altogether and that children's lives can be saved as a result of it. Thank you so much for staying in tune. I hope this has been a good update for y'all. I'll come back to you on Monday. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messiah Show. If you value this content and want our message to spread, please consider three of the following steps. One, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on and leave us a review. Two, visit lukemessias.com and sign up for our email alerts. And three, follow Raz and I on Twitter and visit my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Texas. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Luke Macias, Texas. Thank you so much and God bless.